0: Hello and welcome to combos for a bubbly life, a place where we talk about ways for you to live the life you've always dreamed of. Why, hello, friend, and welcome to Combos for a Bubbly Life. I'm your host, Tiara, a.k.a. T, and I love to live a life that is bubbly. I am a firm believer that we are the creators of our universe. Our life our all of the things, honey, and we have the ability to take radical self-responsibility for our life and what we want to experience and to make, making our desires come true boo-boo. All right. And so today I want to talk to you. I'm kind of doing this like verbal processing and I wanted to share it with you. So if you're not familiar with verbal processing, it is this like where we kind of think about and in reflection, we're thinking about our life. We're thinking about whatever it is that you want to think about and like kind of talking ourselves through it. I think some people call it talk therapy and you can actually like go to somebody and do this with them. Um, I personally, like I, I've grown up growing up. I've always like talked to myself, right? Um, whether it's like replaying a scenario that happened earlier in the day and how I wish I would have responded, or I'm just trying to like wrap my head around whatever's going on in my life. And I'm just like talking it out and I've been talking it out, out to myself. I didn't have the verbiage to explain what I was doing. But I often did it and I also I used to think of it as like I'm just talking to myself because I'm an only child and I have nobody else to talk to and I really don't want to like I have there's no judgment when I'm talking to myself Uh, there is there's like nobody else's opinion I need I'm just like I'm talking it out and now that I've come to this space of really understanding me learning about me connecting with me and loving me as me I I have come to a space where I am okay processing without other people and not looking to process for an answer from them but just sharing my thoughts right um I think as a child I was I was concerned I was so concerned with fitting in and being as similar as possible to those around me that like I could not I didn't even like think that like talking something out with someone was like an, a possibility. Like it wasn't even on my radar. It wasn't even like a conscious effort. I remember being like, I don't know, like 10, 10 years old is probably when I started staying at home alone. And so when my parents, I would love it. Like with my parents were at work cause they worked alternating shifts. So one would be going to work and the other would be coming home. So I'd have like an hour to myself after school sometimes. And I loved that time. I would literally like the way our house was set up, It was there's like a kind of like a circle between like the kitchen, the dining room, the foyer um, and our living room. And I would just like kind of walk laps like in a big circle around the house and I would just talk to myself. And it was just like a thing. And like, I would talk about whatever was going on in my day and I didn't need anyone's response. I'm just talking. I'm just like letting it out. I'm working it out and I'm getting emotions out like that. It was just a thing that I did and I never really thought anything of it. And I definitely never told anybody that was something that I did. <laughs> it was just like my little thing. Uh, and so that to me, it's verbal processing and I do it. I'm curious if you do it uh, or if you're interested in trying it, like, you know, give it a try. Let me know. So um, <laughs> I was doing this processing and thinking about like things from my childhood and how some things were really silly, like that I like I've I've internalized and like created stories around and you know stories around my my self worth and and all of that. And so I was thinking about you know like I I said earlier I really really did a whole lot of work to try to like very unconsciously um, try to fit in. Um, I I've talked about it multiple times. Like I've pretty much like since three years old been overweight. Uh, I have been overweight and it's like, it's, it's a visual thing. You know, people, you, if it's, it, it's a very like, boom, Hey, I'm here and I'm different situation. Like I'm, it's not something where I have to open my mouth and people, Oh, you have a different voice. Like it is not, as easily hideable to be like 50 60 however many pounds overweight than the rest of the people in my age bracket not to mention uh until about third grade I was one of the tallest kids in in my class like I was just like I I just grew at a a crazy rate and then I stopped growing I have literally been 5'2 since the third grade Uh, (laughs) y'all I'm a little bit I'm a little bitter about it I I thought I was going to be like 5'9 it's okay I don't know where those seven inches went Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) i'm still fun-sized um (laughs) sorry (laughs) distractions um but anyways so for me i'm like thinking about like a lot of a lot of being different like that being overweight at or fat or whatever you want to whatever word like you want to claim in that in that state it doesn't fucking matter to me um being different is like such was like such a trigger for me and it just really hit that that's that's where my self-worth was what like i i knew that like the fat thing was like a source and like the basis for a lot of my internal programming and stories and issues that I create like created for myself or I internalized or whatever growing up and like brought into my adulthood but it didn't really click that until I was like out like literally talking about things to myself, but like, Oh, that was kind of funny as I was, as a kid. And why did I have such like an issue with it? And so what came up, I was like thinking about when I used to play like sports, I was thinking about basketball and I used to play, I played basketball from like fifth grade until, uh, I think my senior year, I don't know. I want to say I aged out my senior year. So I played until my junior year of high school, uh, through, um, our what do you call it? Our community basketball team, like rec ball. I didn't play on the high school or, you know, whatever middle school team, school teams. (laughs) I played like recreational, like our, our community teams. And, um, I remember being, feeling guilty and embarrassed for having to ask for rides to practice sometimes because like, you know, Thinking about it now, like, being more eco-friendly, it's more eco-friendly it, to, like, you know, ride with each other rather than having everybody who lives in the same neighborhood drive <laughs> to practice. Like, one year, my coach, what like, my neighbor is, or at least she lived in my neighborhood, my coach lived in my neighborhood. It doesn't make any sense for my parents to have to drive me to practice when literally up the street is my coach, right? Like, they can pick me up on the way out. Um... Or whatever. And so, like, but I would get so embarrassed because uh, my parents made me call. Like, I had to, like, I had to call them to ask for a ride. Like, it wasn't like, like, I'm used to other people's parents would, like, talk about it on like on their own terms like you know i i'm used to or i witnessed is probably a better better way of like all my other friends parents like hung out with each other right they they so they already had it set that they were going to um, who was going to take who what day to practice or whatever and so i was out of the loop because my parents worked different different shifts like they they worked shift work rather than being either a stay-at-home mom or a work-at-home mom or um whatever because usually it was the moms that were driving us um and that's why i'm saying it not like a sexist thing that's just literally how how it all worked out and so because my like their work structure was different it's not like we made they made less money or anything like that but it was a different structure and therefore they didn't participate and like the hanging out they didn't uh there there's like I feel like there's multiple layers to all of it you could call it um you know Some might say there was a race issue too. Like, I don't, I don't know. Like, I, it was just a thing where my parents didn't hang out with the other parents. And, um, I'm not going to like pull back the layers on that part today. I just really was like, I just noticed that it was a way that another yet another reason why I was different like I'm trying to I was trying so hard to fit in and and I don't even know if like popularity was my goal I just wanted to be liked by everyone <laughs> and so to have to call and ask for a ride really bothered me because it set like it made me feel like my <clears throat> it made me feel like my friends thought my parents didn't care about me as much or like, you know, whatever. And so it just, in that, like speaking out loud about it, it was like, oh man, I like, I just really did not like to be different. I did not like to embrace why it's cool that (laughs) my, like, you know, I was probably staying at home alone before any of my, my friends, um, at least the ones that didn't have like older siblings that were babysitting them which to me that's not staying home alone that's staying with your older sibling i literally was home alone before all of my friends and stuff like that so i never i never really got like thought about the the benefits of the that thing right like i never thought of the benefits of being different i never while i didn't judge other people and that's the other thing like i don't <laughs> at that age I was so focused on trying to fit in and be the same and be liked that I didn't really think about the fact that like I don't care like I didn't care if somebody called me and asked if they could get a ride like it didn't bother me I didn't think any less of them when they when we like alternated giving rides so I don't understand why I had such like like logistically (laughs) logically I didn't under like I didn't break it down that way for myself. And so as, as I'm thinking about it now, like I didn't even think about it. I never thought about it that way. And so it's just really, it's really interesting for me to really go back and think about, oh man, like how much is tied into like self-worth and value and whether or not we feel embarrassed or whatever these these emotions are and like how we can totally let go of them and release them in the now um, and continue to move on like i don 't really think it's important to specifically do quote unquote shadow work or have a dark night of the soul or any of those things like I, I think and from moment to moment it's important to have an awareness of how we are feeling and whether or not we want to like feel that way co-create with that do anything with it if we don't like it then like w- what can we do to change it that's like my my mindset my my mindset is now focused on how am i getting my desires is this is what i'm going through right now in any way shape or form helping me get any closer to my desired experience if it is awesome we're going to continue doing it if it's not then how can we make it something different right? And that's the thing that I like to focus on in my activation sessions as well, like helping you define your desires. What do you want? All right. And what are you doing? How are we getting there? What are you willing to do to get there? Like all of these things, and we're going to break it down and work through it. So if that's something that you're interested in, if that's something that you want support in, I highly recommend booking a one-on-one activation session. Um, and if not, like you're like, okay, maybe I don't want an activation session, but I do want more tips and tricks and opportunities to grow and expand and a wonderful community that'll be supportive of doing that, then I highly recommend checking out the co-op collective, both of which are listed at www.abubbly.life slash luxury living. You can, you know, find the one-on-one booking, booking a one-on-one session, and you can also find how to get a part of the co-op collective membership on, on that website. Uh, it's also should be like linked in the bio somewhere wherever depending on what platform you are listening to this on with all that being said I hope you have a glorious rest of your day I will catch you on the flip side I love you thank you for listening thank you for sharing and thank you for just being you